name is Mary Parker, and welcome to this episode of Eureka's Sounds of Science. I'm here with Jamie Payton, noted veterinarian from UC Davis. She's also the keynote speaker for Charles River's short course, which starts on June 24th in California. During the wildfires in 2017, Jamie's team treated burned wild animals with sterilized tilapia skins. The fish skin sped up the animal's recovery and allowed the team to release them back into the wild quickly. Welcome, Jamie. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Thank you for being here. Can you tell me about the burn treatment you developed? Yeah, sure. So it's it's been a really interesting journey um, with all of our wildfires that have been occurring here in California and looking for additional ways to, to help our animals and treat their injuries. And one of the, the areas that really um, we started looking into that hasn't been developed for animals is this idea of using a biological bandage. So when you think about a burn injury, um, you have this open wound. And instead of using a regular type of bandage, we can look into something that can function like a fake skin. And so I thought, well, what about something that would be more sustainable, that could be a byproduct of an industry? And we came across tilapia. And um, what was interesting is with tilapia, it is one of the most highly kind of sustainable farm fish throughout the world. There's like over 100 countries, you know, farming tilapia. Um, so it was readily available. And, and that's why we initially looked into it. Um, but what was also interesting is that tilapia is also um, highly researched as far as some of its components, like collagen, and some of the components have been shown to help with, um, you know, wound healing and have some antioxidant properties. So it was kind of this, you know, bunch of different ideas and, and thought, well, let's, let's try it. Let's see if we can make our own. And that's kind of how we did. And, and it, it worked. So I was pretty happy. Jamie's team's first patient to receive this treatment was a little female black bear. Her paws were burned in California's Thomas Fire in December 2017. The fire burned over a quarter of a million acres and destroyed over a thousand structures. For Jamie, the bear was a symbol of the destruction wreaked on animal populations. Since it was December, it was important to get the bear treated and released as quickly as possible so that she could go into hibernation as usual. They wanted to use the tilapia on her paws, but they needed to improvise when it came to bandages. So um, my, my fabulous technicians um, kind of, we, we put our heads together and we thought, well, we need something to hold on the bandages while they're waking up. But if they eat them, it's not a big deal. <laughs> and, and that's where we use the actually rice paper and mm. corn husks. And so we, we, we joke and call them the, the, the California bear roll paws because <laughs> it was corn husks, rice paper, tilapia skin around a bear paw. So <laughs> delicious. <laughs> what are some of the challenges for treating animals that's different from treating humans with burns? You know, animals are amazing. I, I feel so blessed to be able to work with them. Um, but they definitely have their own challenges in that, you know, it's really much easier to explain to a person why they're hurting, um, that, you know, what we're doing, 
and that things are going to get better in the future, right? Um, and so, mm-hmm. you know, for the animals, we really, really have to focus on pain control um, because it's very important that they continue to eat and we get them back to function as soon as possible. And that's mm-hmm. where, you know, the, these biological bandages, I feel in the beginning, have um, really contributed is we've seen such an improvement in pain control. And that's really what's mm-hmm. been, you know, in my mind, a success. And so it's very important that we, we get them healed. And, and one of the cool things is, you know, the first time we use the tilapia bandages, you know, with the bear, that very first one, she was so painful. And I clearly, you know, what profoundly struck me is we'd used them for the first time. And she went from, you know, walking on sort of, you know, with her paws up because her paws hurt so much to the first time she woke up with the bandages, she placed her paws down and walked around like normal. And um, that was huge because then she could move better. Um, she could eat better, and we were hurrying to get her released sooner. I understand you travel quite a bit teaching this technique to other veterinarians. And that's what I'm passionate about because I love um, being able to help others and um, really develop this whole area of burn care for animals. And um, one of the most profound trips that we did is... um, I got a call from a clinic in England that was, you know, amazing, and they were taking care of a, a burned uh, horse. And what they suspected is that someone had poured acid on the horse's face. And this was pretty new um, to them, but also in general to the veterinary world. There's not much published on caring for these types of animals. So I was really fortunate. Um, I got to go and work with a great team over there and um, do the wound care and, and work on some uh, putting on tilapia bandages for this horse. And it the same as the bears, it greatly reduced her pain. And she went on to heal well and get adopted and actually grew back hair on her face. And she's back to normal. Does traveling so much make it difficult to publish articles about your work? Sure. You know, it's one of those things we, when you look back, you think, man, I really need to get this out in the, the literature. But, you know, I also feel that when there's a need, we have an obligation to go out and help these animals and their people, because the animals are really a symbol for survival and recovery a lot for people that have lost so much. And, um, you know, I have really been um, trying to go out and help other veterinarians, help other people. And, you know, that's sort of the commitment for me, because I feel that you know, innovation is amazing and is important, but at the same time, if you don't, you know, you're not dedicated to bringing that innovation to the community, it really doesn't mean very much. Have you kept in touch with any of the veterinarians that you've shown this technique to? Yeah, I definitely keep in touch with with everyone because it brings you together, not only, you know, for the medicine, but the emotional, you know, as an example, um, when I went up to Alaska, one of the, the, the people that we met, you know, they had lost everything in the fire, like they had lost their home, all their belongings. And, you know, I went up to the, the family and I said, look, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm here to help, um, but I really am sorry that you lost everything. And they looked at me and said, you know what? We didn't lose everything. We still have our dog. And that means the world to us. And it's like, oh, my God, you know, it, it just it just hits you and it impacts you and, and how important it is to be part of this community 
and to be a scientist, to be someone who's looking for new things, but but to really make sure that we're, we have that goal in mind of helping the community at large. According to Jamie, the treatment and recovery of both wild and domestic animals can bring these fire-ravaged communities a sense of closure or the feeling that they've done something to help when they themselves feel helpless. It's not about helping just one bear or one bobcat or one dog, but helping a community rebuild. We've definitely seen these wild animals become a symbol for a whole community trying to recover and being able to get them through that devastation and then get them to go back to their home and be free. And, and that's so important. And it's really, you know, it's been really a blessing to be able to see. And then the second part of that is our companion animals, you know, getting them back to their owners and, and seeing both of them be able to carry on and rebuild and, and you know, move on from this devastation. It's, it's just so, um, I, there's just no words for it. You know, that's why I keep doing what I do because of those things, seeing what we see. And I understand that you have some expansion plans. UC's going to get a new burn center. Well, we hope so. <laughs> um, this is where, you know, one of the things that I think is important for people to know is I, with our dedication to community, um, you know, all the care that we've been doing for the wildfire victims and the wildlife. And um, when I travel, it's at no cost to the owners. Um, it's all based, everything we do is based on donations and donations from people that care about animals and want to help. And so, you know, our hope is, is to continue to develop this work by developing the first ever um, UC Davis Veterinary Pain and Burn Care Center, because there really is no such thing as an, in existence. Um, you know, in humans, if you get burned, you get sent to the burn center, right? They have this great team and we're trying to develop something similar for animals so we can address both the immediate concerns, but also the long term. And, you know, my even loftier goal is that I want it all funded by donations. I want people not to have to, you know, be worried about money when they've lost their homes or they've lost, you know, loved ones and have to worry now to come up with money to pay for their animal's care. I just don't think that's appropriate. Um, so we're hoping that we can reach out to others out there and, and get donations to help fund this new center and to help fund additional care and further outreach trips. With fire season approaching again for many parts of the country, it's nice to think about people like Jamie doing what they can to combat the destruction. For Sounds of Science, I'm Mary Parker. <laughs>